We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Thomas Harper, he joined us right here on the Lucky Lefty podcast, and he talked about the defense and how they looked and what he expected and what he saw in that bowl game. I think, uh, I think South Carolina early on, they just kind of had – I mean, they had a lot of stuff scripted. They they had the little tight end leaking out. I mean, stuff like that, like little small eye violation stuff, nothing really too serious about the – like them just eating at the defense or, or exposing the defense, you know, more so just eye violations, little stuff like that. So, uh, I mean, yeah, I mean, I, I liked what I seen, honestly. Uh, I feel like it's a lot of pieces that y'all already have that, that I mean, just make y'all a threat already. And that was super attractive to me as well, just being on a winning team and, and not going somewhere where they don't really have a culture set in stone yet. Like, you know, y'all already have a culture. Y'all already have a, a good team. And, and, I mean, I think y'all would agree just as much as I would agree that, I mean, it's a lot of people coming back and and I mean I feel like we can make a, a postseason run for sure. Just we just gotta do what we gotta do. But that was really attractive to me as well. See, we like guys that show appreciation. You know what I mean? He know that shit just led with I know we're gonna be in the playoffs, but I feel like I can make this team win. Just like Bobby Porter said in his interview. With JD, JJ Reddick, he said he called Giannis and said, Hey, Giannis, I know you don't know me, I don't know you, but I can help you win a championship. And six months later, they won the championship. We need a Bobby Portis. Where's our Bobby Portis at? <laughs> he said, Let me get out of these stinking bulls, these terrible bulls. And let me go to Milwaukee. Mm, you just had to throw Bulls, that in there, huh? The Bulls ain't cutting it. I'm fighting with the team. They don't want to win. <laughs> Sean ain't coming to the games. <laughs> you darn right about that. You darn right about that. <laughs> you got to go to a Bulls game, Sean. Man, we'll see, man. They can get back in the building in the next two years. It'll be a miracle. They got to treat you like Spike Lee, man. Put you right on court side. (laughs) Give you the fresh bulls, leather jacket, you know what I'm saying? Try to win you back, man. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, man. Lucky Lefty Podcast. Now, he also joined us, and he said something very interesting about the offense left that you might want to dive in on. This is his thoughts on how they approach Notre Dame's offense in the Fiesta Bowl the year prior when he was on Oklahoma State squad. I mean, going into the game, I mean, we knew as far as defensively-wise, we knew that y'all had a good tight end that, that uh, I mean – one of the best in 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 the uh, nation. That's what our coach said, and I mean that's how he played. So we we was really worried about trying to take the ball out of his hands and and forcing forcing it to stopping the run and just forcing it to be a passing game kind of. 
So uh, I mean, that's kind of what. <laughs> so that's the question. What was the what was the conversation about the quarterback uh, of our team during that time? Were y'all worried and thinking, man, we let him go crazy? It's it's gonna be tough for us. Of course, of course. Like I said, y'all, I feel like y'all had some really good pieces that that there's some really good players where if you let them get high or let them get going, then I mean it's gonna be a long game. So we definitely we definitely had I don't think y'all running back played. Right. We we was we thought he was gonna be playing, so he didn't play. So we didn't really know too much about the the other running back. I mean, we knew he was good, but we we didn't think he was gonna be what y'all uh running back one was. So uh, we really just was. I mean, the game plan was really just stop the run and 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 don't let the tight end get hot. That's really what what the game plan was. And I mean, y'all got out on this early, so I mean, we we at halftime we thinking. I mean, we're not giving up, but we like. I mean, we just don't know. Like, yeah. I mean, we ended up getting getting the job done. So. Yeah. Anytime. <laughs> Somebody talk about a team and start off saying, man, they tight end, man. Don't let him get hot. I feel pretty good going into that game. <laughs> like, anytime, if a team told me, yeah, man, they tight end, that's something serious. You got to watch out. That's it. The passing game was so ineffective at the time. He couldn't even name a player over there. He was just like, yeah, I mean, if you leave them open long enough, they can do something. But we were more concerned about the tight end in the run game. And then the running back didn't play, so we didn't even know what he was about. So these are all the guys that Gerard Parker has this year. And I do think that it's good that the receiver room has so much mystery and had – not a lot of history. Their history is a mystery. However, they do have a lot of potential that I think can be highlighted. And we do have a guy that can pass now. Mm. Something that teams have to at least consider. Before, it sounds like teams didn't even consider, didn't even consider the pass game. They was just like, yeah, uh, they can run that ball. But if we let the tight end get hot, it's over. The tight end is attached to the line. So that means that outside them hashes, teams are not concerned. Teams don't care what you're doing outside them hashes. They say, as long as we can contain the tight end, we're straight. <laughs> now, Marcus Freeman has been has built up a lot of flyer miles going to a lot of skill positions outside of the tight end. He didn't build up all them flyer miles to have teams say, don't let the tight end get hot. The pass game, yeah, if you leave them open all day, maybe they can do something. I think it's time that we start making it count. And I think a lot of the reason that we got Sam Hartman is because of that, because of the mystery in, in Tyler Buckner's history. We don't know if he can consistently throw the rock or not. He's shown flashes, but getting a certified guy like Sam Hartman, I think will add a perspective that we haven't had in the last few years. We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. So the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. 
And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. You know, left. give me, as we get ready to transition, give me the ceiling for where Notre Dame can rank defensively. You're talking about a top 25 defense? Are we, if we're winning the championship, we got to be a top 10. If we're going one and three in these three games that we really need to win, then we'll be bottom 25. I think we have a range from 25 to about 10. And if we go undefeated for whatever reason into the playoffs, we'll be around nine or eight. I just don't think we have the D-line to be in the top five, just preseason, you know. Until if somebody pop on the scene, okay, that, that'll make us top 10, but I don't think we got the top 10 D-line going into the year that would make us a top five defense. So they were 22nd against the pass nationally last year. 34th in rushing yards per game, and then 41st in yards per rush. That's why I asked top 25. I really should have asked top 20, because top 20 would be taking a step forward, in my opinion. I think, like like you said, that that 22nd against the pass has to be bolstered by that defensive line stepping up. Yeah. That's a good point you made, love. Has to be bolstered. Has to be bolstered. And it's like, what is, you know, Al Washington, I don't mean, you know, how do you activate the room if you're Al Washington? You got a bunch of guys, a bunch of pack dogs, but no pack leader. A bunch of guys that are all pretty solid. But who's the Isaiah Foskey? I wouldn't give it to Jordan Botello right off bat because I just heard about it not too long ago. Wasn't he like in Hawaii during last year or something like that? Like he wasn't even at school for part part time or something. Yeah. Yep. Lucky Lefty Podcast, Apple Podcast, Spotify. CFB Nation in conjunction with Irish Breakdown. All about great content. Leave five stars. Leave your comments. It's the Lucky Lefty Podcast. We spin it different. Hey, Left. Notre Dame is looking for a new football coach, right? I mean, basketball coach to replace Mike Bray. Do you think Notre Dame can ever become dual powerhouses in football and basketball? Girls basketball, yeah. No, I'm talking about men's basketball. Oh, oh, oh. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, it would take 
just like for football, the divine inspiration of the team that they get there to play beyond what they recruited, what they were recruited as. So mixed with a guy that's on the fringe of being a superstar. I think Notre Dame has a lot of guys. Basketball has a lot of fringe superstars. Guys that are like, man, he's really good on that team supported by a bunch of guys that are good college basketball players. But to get a a roster full of hoopers, it's too much involved in the basketball circuit that Notre Dame is too good steward for. (laughs) It is worse than football. I just happened to be watching the pregame last night to the first four. And Jay Wright was doing the po- the studio show along with Candace Parker. Jay Wright, dapper as ever, my man had on his Villanova championship ring, bro. And when I tell you that ring was sparkling in the camera, and I'm like, yo, somebody needs to cut this man a check. I was talking to Jack Swarbrick. But, but I but made see, it very general. But you see, the thing is, Villanova is no different than us as a basketball program. We should be able to get a coach like Jay Wright at a place like Notre Dame because what's the difference between us and Villanova? We got a better football program. We got a football program. <laughs> well, Villanova is like what, D2 in football? I think they're D2, if I'm D1 not mistaken. D1AA. D1AA. So, I mean, for us, we should be able to get a Jay Wright. Mm. Jay Wright should be knocking on our door. You know, maybe it is a money thing with Notre Dame. I mean, Brian Kelly left for $100 million. Do you think Notre Dame will ever pay a, a head coach $100 million? Man, look. There's so much wrapped up in this, in my opinion, so much wrapped up in this basketball decision along with the TV and a pair of deals that are on the fringes with decisions ready to be made. Basketball, your basketball coach has to be connected to your apparel deal, bro. That's just the way basketball goes. Kids are linked to shoe companies from the age of 12. College coaches are linked to shoe companies all over the country. So this apparel deal, if if I'm a coach interviewing for the position at Notre Dame, I'm asking Jack Swarbrick, what's up with the apparel deal? Absolutely. Can we get Nike? If we can get Nike, I think we'll be fine. You think that's the only way it can happen? If Nike or, is a pair deal? Why can't we recruit? Why can't we recruit like the school down the street, Loyola? That's the model we should go with. We should just. You talking about Loyola, Chicago? Yeah. That that strategy seems to be what we want to do, but are fronting on. Well, see, Loyola just gets the best kids from Chicago. Oh, <laughs> I mean, I mean, that's oh, that's there's no out of state on there, huh? No, I mean, they get, they get a few guys from out of state, but oh, just a few. <laughs> dude, the teams, the teams that went, the Loyola teams that went to the Final Four and deep into the tournament. Yeah, we're pretty much Chicago kids that had played for two, three years. <laughs> I'm just saying, uh, that's all I'm saying. So, you're saying Notre Dame should get talent uh, from Chicago, huh? I mean, I, I think that's what no it's kidding. <laughs> no kidding. Shout out to JJ Starlin, who uh, I think JJ Starlin transferred to Syracuse yesterday. Yeah. Shout out to him. But wow, to Notre Dame <laughs> should get basketball talent from Chicago. No kidding. No kidding. 
They not they, no. they, don't, they don't have a Tommy Reese down there, huh? Getting all the Chicago talent, huh? I mean, LL question of the day. Should Notre Dame go after a veteran proven coach or a young up and coming coach? Because that's really the question. If you're going after a veteran coach, that apparel deal means a lot. Well, right now we're a young, young trending chocolate hiring team right now, administration. So maybe going young is the way of getting around doing NIL deals and big apparel things with coaches because they believe youth, like Marcus Freeman, I think his youth attracts a lot of the recruits as well. Mm. This is funny. I just want to add something because we're going to keep talking. I got a cool kid who's an Ohio State fan is in the chat. Oh, gosh. These, you know, we, we allow everything. Runners. We allow everything. But I, I need to ask him a question. A cool kid, name the last big game that Ryan Day won. Can't name it. And name the last time he wasn't out coached in a big game. Are I'll be interested on it. Are you calling Utah a big win? Man, man stop. That That's no all big. I can think about. That's the only thing I can think about. And he got outcoached in that game. They just lost players. See? Born on third base, man. Robert Tiddall says Shaka Smart is the perfect choice. Shaka Smart's not leaving Marquette, man. <laughs> <laughs> look, man. Look, look. I know we think Notre Dame is a special place. Shaka <laughs> Smart is not. He's from Milwaukee. He went, he left Texas to go home for a reason. Yeah. He's not leaving Marquette for Notre Dame. That's not happening. Not happening? No. See, this is how you know. Look, I asked the, <clears throat> I asked an honest question. And when people don't have an honest answer, then they try to go to your coach. <laughs> We're not talking about Marcus Freeman. In big games, give me an example of Ryan Day out coaching the opposing coach. That's all I asked. That's all I asked for. That's all I asked for. It's a legitimate question. So, man, quarterback derbies in the spring left. Let's name some. Quarterback derbies in the spring. I'm interested in this one down in Ole Miss. That's going to be crazy, bro. Jackson Dart. Who else they got? Spencer Sanders. Yeah. And Walker Howard, who left LSU, ended up committing over at Ole Miss. I, that was an interesting choice by Spencer Sanders, in my opinion. But hey, somebody out of that group has to transfer in May, in my opinion. Walker Howard has the most time. I think Spencer Sanders wins the, the quarterback battle. I do. Jackson Dart is the incumbent. I mean, we'll see. Georgia with Carson Beck and Brock Vandegrift and Gunnar Stockton. I like Brock Vandegrift. That's okay. my choice. All right. I know I know Vandegrift and Carson Beck. Mm. But I like Vandegrift. For what I think Georgia has to transition to in having a more dynamic quarterback because the Stetson Bennett show is over. Mm-hmm. 
Carson Beck is not Stetson Bennett. Carson Beck actually was a five-star with expectations that he's not obviously at that point. So he's not the same route as the Stetson Bennett come out of nowhere. So you got to play, all right, back to the five-star Alabama-type games where you playing the playing them dudes. And Brock Vandergriff, in my opinion, is a dude mm. I think could take advantage of a transition of what they're going through. I mean, they lost their best receiver this year. So it would be a good restart with a guy like Brock. Al McCord and Devin Brown. You pretty much think Devin Brown needs to pack his bags? Devin Brown, where at? At Ohio State. Uh, Ohio State, they're going to be interesting. Who are they going to roll out um, and make a play? I mean, I don't think Kyle McCord is in the the C.J. Stroud, Justin Field, Dwayne era. But does Ohio State have enough it factor from that position to get it done this year? We'll see. You know, usually you're pretty hype about the incumbent before the the season even gets here. They're not buzzing that they were about C.J. Stroud filling in after Justin Fields. So, you know, I think this is giving us the advantage of us having a better quarterback room going into that game. And I think that's something that is going to impact the game uh, similarly how it impacted the game last year when they had a better quarterback room than we did. Yeah. 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 I'll bet you the same going into that game, you would probably value Sam Hartman over whomever the starter is for them. Whomever. Uh, let's see. Alabama. Tommy Reese has a quarterback battle on his hands. Jalen Milroe and Ty Simpson. Ty Simpson, he ain't giving Jay. Come on. <laughs> I had an Alabama journalist call me the other day about that. I said, so, wait on. a minute. Is that's basically that's basically Brandon Wimbush versus uh, Ian Book? Basically. <laughs> basically, it's like Kevin Steverson versus Ian Book. Like he has no chance. <laughs> So Jalen Milrow would probably look up, unless he changes positions, he'll be transferred. He already has some clips of him catching the ball, so I'm like, it's the beginning of the end. Nebraska, your boy Jeff Sims versus Casey Thompson. You know, I'm going to vote for Jeff Sims just because I wanted him at Notre Dame at a point, so. North Carolina State. Brennan Armstrong versus MJ Morris and Ben Finley. Wait, say it one more time. Uh, Brennan Armstrong versus MJ Morris, who played for them at the end of last year, and Ben Finley. All right, Ben Finley. Yo. Do you think there's anyone in the quarterback room for Notre Dame that might think about transferring? And Jelly. And maybe Tyler Buckner, depending on if he wants to play a sidecar quarterback all year instead of getting on that motorcycle. I don't know, Left. I think it might be more beneficial for Tyler Buckner to stick around. I mean, he can. It's just, you know, the the impatience mm-hmm. that, a, that a guy in a position of Notre Dame has where you're like, man, this 
side role position of quarterback is not what I felt like I got a scholarship for. And this is going on his third, second year doing it. Yeah. And on top of that, you can't depend on your health when you do get the chance. So it feels like a Phil Jacob, like Phil Jacobic said, I'm out. I'm not even going. I know I'm getting hurt. I know y'all in and out on this position thing. I'm not even going to take a chance on it. Tyler just happened to stay. But now it's like, okay, do I wait a whole nother year? I mean, Phil was allowed to hang out with Zay Flowers, man, at Boston College. That matters a lot. That matters a lot. (laughs) So Tyler Buckner is staying, and it's like, okay, do I stay again after they told me before the year was over, after I had a great game, that they're going to bring another guy in? What do they think of me then? It's the second time y'all done did this now. Coming in, y'all wasn't hype on me. Y'all done got Jack home. The year after, I think I'm ready. Y'all telling me, you know, it's my chance. I'm doing my thing. I get hurt. Come back before the year's over. Y'all say y'all bringing another guy. So what y'all think about me? I know y'all think I can't stay healthy, but do y'all think I'm good enough? And then y'all bringing another guy in to play another side role. I'm a red shirt junior. You know, maybe with the Kobe year that he has, I'm pretty sure. So technically we have, what, he had three years left? So he like, man, maybe I graduate, finish this year out, and then I can transfer and have two years left somewhere else, maybe back home, San Jose State or something. Or I could just stay here and try to play those two years. So who knows? Or are they going to try to throw Kenny Minchie in my face? Are they going to try to – Sneak Steve Angeli in there at some point. So I think it's real interesting. Some interesting decisions to be made across the nation in the quarterback room. And heck, maybe some that need to be made in the Notre Dame quarterback room moving forward. Lucky Lefty Podcast, Left. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. I'm happy to see Matt Eberflus down in Athens today. You know, we had the side conversation with Jalen Carter. We told him, don't work out, gain weight, don't work out at the pro day. That means you're going to drop to us at nine. It's a beautiful plan being put together by the Bears. It's beautiful. It's just beautiful. It's beautiful. I love it, love. I love it. I love it. I mean, like you said, the NFL is putting together this takeover for the Bears to get back to the top. It's beautiful. You think you guys gonna get Zeke? Zeke cool. Elliot. For what? Ohio State connection. For what? Justin Field gonna say, bring my boy in. He just got cut. Yo. That's an interesting conversation. 
What do you think the roster makeup of the last three Super Bowl champs consists of as far as schools? Need somebody from Notre Dame blocking for you. You need somebody from Florida because last two years, both of my Florida teammates have won Super Bowls, one on the Chiefs, one on the Rams. One of mm-hmm. them was my roommate. One of them was my young receiver. Shout out Darius Tony balling. You need one from Dayton. Joe Tooney blocking for Pat Mahomes in the Super Bowl. couple of them. Blocking for uh, Tom Brady, couple of them. No big deal. So you need a Dayton guy, a guy from Florida. And if Ian won, if the Eagles won, then I say from Notre Dame because Ian was on that team too. So if you look at the roster makeup for the Kansas City Chiefs that have won two, Look, man, and I agree with you, Coach Vic. Yeah, we good on Z. What? Y'all gonna get him for a steal? We good on Z. How y'all get on Z when y'all not good but at all? I think Kansas City had two people on their roster from Georgia, and neither one of them played. McCole Hartman was hurt. The other guy was like a practice squad guy. Most of their roster were Illinois, Oregon, BYU, Oklahoma, Texas Tech, Missouri, Cincinnati, Georgia Tech, Army, South Dakota. They had one player from Michigan, one player from Mississippi, Aldosta State, Central Florida, LSU, one player, Duke, Kentucky, Marshall, Mississippi State. Florida, what the heck? They got two players from Florida. That's right. Rutgers. <clears throat> it just goes to show you, man. You put together a Super Bowl champion. Shoot. <laughs> Most people think you have to go to these schools and get all these players from Georgia and Alabama. No, it's a lot of talent. Like you said, you get a Dayton guy, I'll show you some love with the Dayton guy, with Joe Tooney. That's right. You know, but at this point, Ryan Poles has uh, signed five starters in free agency. He's been responsible with the money. And we'll see who he picks up in the draft. I see your Bengals are losing a lot on defense, though. I see that. They're trying to get Joe Burrow to leave. So I see like, that. They're like, look, Joe, we made it hard on you on yourself. You're going to ask for too much money, so now we got to take away everything so you leave. Who they? It's Pat's world. It's okay. My boy works for ESPN New York. My boy Ty Butler. And he's all geeked about, you know, Aaron Rodgers and all of this. And I'm laughing. And I said, man, y'all doing all of this to lose the 15? He was like, what are you saying? We shouldn't try? I said, I didn't say don't try. I'm just letting you know what's coming. Y'all doing all of this to lose the 15 in January. I said, because the one thing I know for sure, come January, Aaron Rodgers disappears. I know that for sure. That's a given. That's a given. He going to have Donald Driver, 
Mercedes Lewis, Jordy Nelson out there. Oh, he getting his whole squad back together up there, dude. He already got Randall Cobb in the works. <laughs> um, now, the Alan Lazard move does two things, though, because Alan Lazard was headed to the Chiefs, according to reports. Mm. So by getting Lazard, he gets his guy, but he keeps Alan Lazard from the Chiefs. Which doesn't matter. I had, I had Alan Lazard first in Jacksonville rookie minicamp. So shout out Alan Lazard. Here we go. You know, I threw him a couple passes, you know. Yeah. Shout out to him. He started with Jacksonville though, but good to see he's Aaron Rodgers guy. But I don't know if you should set your career based on what Aaron Rodgers does. Aaron Rodgers is on his way out. He's definitely on his way out. And welcome to the Jordan Love era up there in Green Bay. Shout out Jordan Love. That's my dog. Shout out, shout out Jordan Love. I hope he does well. I hope he does well. But this is the difference between Aaron Rodgers. I'm not coming unless y'all get me A, B, and C. Hey, Pat, we're about to trade Tyreek Hill and go get Juju Smith-Schuster. Is that cool with you? Let's roll. That's the difference between Aaron Rodgers and Patrick Mahomes, though. No, no, no. He has Andy Reid. And Aaron Rodgers has Robert Daniel, Sala. Daniel Hackett. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So, come on. Patrick Mahomes also has himself. You can talk about Andy Reid all you want to. Andy Reid didn't win the Super Bowls until who got there Hold as a quarterback. On Hold on now. Hold on now. Hold on now. Hold on now. Did Andy Reid win a Super Bowl with Alex Smith? Hold on now. Hold Did he on. win a Super Bowl with Alex Smith? Yeah, Donovan McNabb, and they should have won. They got no, 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 no. Did he win? I don't want to hear about he should have. Did he win? So was Andy Reid not relevant until Patrick Mahomes? Come on. Come on. Did he win with the quarterbacks he had? Answer the question. Andy Reid won his championships. when Andy Reid had all-time Hall of Fame defenses in Philly. All-time. Answer the question. When Does he got no Tooney from Dayton, Ohio, blocking for the quarterback. I gave you that. I gave you that. Answer the question. <laughs> Does he have any championships with Alex Smith or Donovan McNabb? He should. You keep saying he should. Does he? No, he doesn't. Okay. You want to go look at uh, Travis Kelsey stats with Alex Smith? See, I'm going to hit you with the Dame Dash. Everything's about this ring culture with you guys. <laughs> what about the guys that put in the work day in and day out? Man, stop being sensitive. Ring culture has been there since the beginning of sports. Y'all need to stop. Ring culture was there with New Rock. Y'all need to stop. This ring stop culture that's in these days is just... Y'all, I've never seen a culture. I, I'm, as much as y'all juggle Tom Brady's balls, I've never seen a culture resist uh, resist the takeover that's happening. <laughs> Everybody wants to give excuse to why Patrick Mahomes is great uh, instead of just saying Patrick Mahomes is great. Here we go. But no, you don't want to dissect the first three championships of Tom Brady's career, right? You just give him those, right? Those are his Super Bowls, right? It's so many. Exactly. <laughs> so you don't, there is no dissecting. But you, everybody wants to super dissect Patrick Mahomes, Andy Reid. This dude just, who were the starting wide receivers in the Super Bowl left? 
Who were the starting Super Bowls for Kansas City? Who was the starting receiver? Darius Tony. That's the only one that mattered. Come on, dog. Darius Tony, University of Florida, my dog. Come on, man. Uh, Come on, man. But Holmes is great. We understand that. Uh, you know what? The Super Bowl, the, the most gratifying win to me wasn't even the Super Bowl. As long as Joe Burrow took that L, I'm straight. Oh, now comes the haters. Now the hate. comes the haters. The hate. Oh, my goodness. Came in there running your mouth. The Bears, you wouldn't say that. Came in there running your mouth. Would you trade for the Bears? Would the Bears trade for the Bengals? Justin Fields for Joe, Joe Burrow? Straight up. Straight up. What you mean? Well, we yeah, we would trade straight hey, up. So what are we talking about? Joe Burrow's great. And I would have told Joe Burrow to shut his mouth <laughs> leading up to the game. At the gas station. At the gas station. You would have been, you would have been right there. <laughs> I'd have been right there at the gas station. Like, look, Joe, I love your game. With uh, all this trash talking. This burrow head thing. This burrow head stuff, you gotta stop. <laughs> <laughs> you gotta stop. Uh, <laughs> That's hilarious. Yo, it's crazy, man. Everybody wants all of these youngsters. Man, somebody, this person is next. Josh Allen's gonna be the next dude. Joe Burrow's gonna be the next dude. It's only one dude right now. That's it. It's only one dude right It's now. only one dude, and well, it is everybody else. Well, Lamar's in there. They just got to – I don't know if they blackballing him or, or just – I don't know how to even explain it, man. It's kind of – Man, cool. look. There's too many metrics to make it make sense. They offering this dude money and then giving him incentives to get his guaranteed money. It's a clown show. Like, why – like. We know why. Yeah. But I think it's just it's just matter of fact, matter of fact, wait, just save it. Save it. Here you go. Here you go. Just save it. It's time to get petty. Oh, we did a good job executing. Are you upset with something? And fire up the Petticoat Junction train. I just don't like you. You don't? No. What is today's Petty Historic Petty Junction? Petty Junction, Petty Story of the Day brought to you by Nora Whiskey at NoraWhiskey.com, that premium American whiskey at NoraWhiskey.com. Put the Baltimore Ravens on the Petty Train. Go ahead, Left. It's just it's just crazy to see the, the openness of how they are just betting the house against somebody who's done a great service and has earned what they rightfully deserve. I think just the the process of could be trying to reset the quarterback market, being that he's being the example of it, I think is it's a terrible optic for race relations when it comes to the quarterback position. And why didn't you do this with Josh Allen? It should have been reset with Josh because he's been stealing money for the longest, but his, he's in a he's in a tough position. He's not helping himself necessarily with having the what some would say the proper representation. But you know, there's plenty of guys in the league that get their deals done with no agent. So there's a bunch of metrics that make it even crazier to think about how he's in this position. You would think the Ravens would be a a solid organization that would do the right thing. Unfortunately. You know, some things happen to rule over some other things in terms of having the the do right 
type of attitude when it comes to paying your guys. So, yeah, there's a there's an argument that has a, a lot of different complex ways that you can go about it that all have valid points. I mean, I'm sure you can make a ton of points that add perspective to how frustrating this could be for Lamar, but also for people that support Lamar, like the Ravens and colleagues around the league that, you know, you, you know what it is as the elephant in the room, but you didn't think it would be this blatant for a player that if anybody deserved the bag, Lamar would. And it's, he has a great story uh, behind him to where they can't just say he came from a drug ridden neighborhood and, you know, was homeless for 20 years. And then, you know, his college coach gave him an offer because he saw him at the gas station or something, you know. So he <laughs> he definitely uh, deserves his money. And, you know, the way it's looking, he probably not going to get the 250 guarantee like he should, but they're going to throw the hole. They're trying to reset the market thing, at least to Sean. Got to crack the code for a little bit. Uh, if you look at his guarantee money compared to the next highest, it's it's kind of it's kind of crazy. <laughs> so, from a business perspective, I can all the way understand, and that's just what business is like. It ain't high school football anymore. I got Deshaun took a year off, two years off, and came back. <laughs> Ridiculously high. Like rightfully so, he got his money. Don't 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 you know? Good job to his, uh, good job to his agent. But uh, it was so much more than the next guy that as a business, the NFL not gonna have that man. So you can understand if you think it from that aspect. But from all the emotional stuff and uh, obvious stuff you want to add to it, that plays a factor. But the biggest thing is from a business standpoint. They're like, we didn't even pay Pat that much, considerably, you know. So we'll see. Lucky Lefty Podcast. Thank you, everybody. I'm going to be on a lot of liquids today, left. Yeah, <laughs> healthy, man. Get that hot tea going. Man, we'll see you guys tomorrow. Have a great day. But most of all, make sure that you spend it different. <laughs>